Welcome in to the Monday Morning Tears podcast with your host, Layton and Jameson. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome. We uh, just, to be honest with everybody, we just had to do our first retake ever. First retake ever. <laughs> we're a little too hyped for this. We were doing the run man and everything. If you hear, we're a little bit winded too. We, so. uh, we got a good show for you guys. Plan on today. Run through uh, the last few teams here who yeah. finished top. The champions. Uh, the champions, hence the song. <laughs> Uh, but before we get there, let's jump in. Some of the and the updates here that we got from players that we talked about last week. The big ones, Zeke and Gordon, both still holding out. Not a ton of new news to report there. The only new news I saw today was Zeke was working out in Cabo. So Cabo, that, why not? There it know, is. <laughs> I'm sure that makes the team feel real good. <laughs> I did see Jerry Jones come out and say we don't need to have the league rusher in order to win a Super Bowl. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. Well... Could be true. I also heard, though, that the three out of the four times they won the championship, they had Emmitt Smith, who was the yeah, league rusher. Yeah, for sure. That makes sense. So, <laughs> Zeke, yeah, it'll be interesting. We'll see how that plays out. Again, there's still two years on his contract, so there's, like, a lot of restrictions of what he can yeah. and cannot technically do. Uh, so, keep an eye on it. We'll see how it shakes out. A few other injuries. Camps have started, which is kind of fun. Uh, take everything with a grain of salt, because this is hype train, like... Central. Oh. Everything that comes out is like, hey, this is like the best running Every back coach ever. Every coach is right. <laughs> right. This guy's never coming off the field. Yep. This is the best running back ever. Best rookie, you know. So take things with a grain of salt. But some of the injury notes and news, a lot of these probably are precautionary. Andrew Luck hasn't practiced yet. Guess he's got some sort of a calf strain. Mm-hmm. Something to keep an eye on. I mean, if it continues to linger, um, not a not a good thing. You don't want to see that. Uh, Derek Henry's been a walking boot. It looks like he's going to be uh, not not doing a whole lot of camp stuff until preseason. Maybe not a big loss there, but just yeah. something to yeah. keep an eye on. Uh, Tyreek Hill went down the other day. Again, doesn't seem too serious. AJ Green, on the other hand, uh, lower lower leg injury. They thought it was serious, then they said it wasn't serious, but then today they did a little surgery. It sounds like he's probably going to miss the first few weeks. Mm-hmm. So unfortunate for him, he just hasn't been able to get there. Get all the way back. Unfortunate for um, the Husker alum, Zach Taylor, trying to get his best guy on the field. Yeah, it's not, true. not good for the team. So. Not a good look. Yeah, uh, those. that's it. That's the recap. We'll try to bring you those uh, as we do this going forward. Yeah. But Probably be a lot more news to when the season comes around of people getting injured and uh, trades, too, during the season, things like that. So it'll yep. be fun to keep you updated. Yeah, preseason starts. Uh, we'll, we'll touch on this at the end, but football is here, guys. Thursday. Thursday. Hall of Fame. Thursday. Guys. All day. All right. Without any further ado, let's jump on. Here we go. Andre. Andre Arjuna. Yes. So, um, going through the good, the bad, and the future, like we have been the past few episodes. Um, This one is the good for Dre. Started out. So, first and foremost, great call on keeping Robert Woods. We laugh at you. Absolutely. Under our breath, we chuckled. We're like, yes, we got him. We've got him. Um, He ended up as a wide receiver 10 overall in PPR. 10. He's the 12th most consistent on, on, on the year there. So he ended up with 86 catches and 103 targets with over 1,200 yards and 6 TDs. Um, so that Rams high-powered offense definitely paying off for Robert Woods and, and, and showed. Um, went from basically the wide receiver 32, so basically out of the picture in most drafts or a late pick, um, to 10 in, in one season thanks to McVay. So again, that is a huge um, bump for him. But a key thing is um, Cup was injured half the season. He got injured in week nine. So um, you wonder how much that plays a role in and Woods kind of excelling there. But, yeah, we'll see how that pans out this season. Yeah, Cup 
I mean, all it the offense in McVay's system it, it shows that I think it can support three wide receivers for fantasy football purposes. But you wonder if he would have been a wide receiver one if Cup stays in the whole, whole season because Cup was producing well. I mean, they were all producing well. Um, but yeah, how much does how much does it go? All those receivers, you know, for that offense are doing really well. So. Yeah. It's awesome. It's awesome yeah. to see. Love the Rams. We'll, so. we'll come back to them a little later. A little sneak. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, next, Dre, you kept, um, or you end up getting a James White as a free agent, actually. So after week one, you end up picking him up, and he end up as a top 10 running back in PPR. Um, a lot of his workload was through the through the air, uh, little catches, which is perfect for PPR running backs. Uh, but great snag by you. Uh, big props to you as well. Um, yeah, that's, that's an interesting one because uh, it looks like Edelman's got a broken thumb. Gronk's gone. You know, so if Edelman does miss some time, I, he's got to be the wide receiver one. And then yep. even when Edelman comes back, he's a wide receiver two. Um, so really interesting move. Somebody to consider there. Yeah, absolutely. Right now, his he's, uh, ADP is seventh round as well. So if lots you, of value. Yeah, lots of value. Tons, especially him as free agent. So. Um, last, another great pick, your keeper there, and Wilson. Um, you expect to see some regression, um, but... Lowest number of passing attempts, completions, and yards in a sophomore year. Um, and also the second lowest amount of rushing yards, but man should still have a career high in passing TDs, um, which with 35. So that's nuts for, for Russell Wilson, who's you know typically that running guy. Yeah. Yeah, he, uh, you know, they brought in that, I think we talked a little bit last uh, podcast, they brought in that new OC, and they are just going to pound the rock, rely on the defense, kind of the, the old school college football um, theory, and... You would think that would affect Wilson, uh, but it didn't. He was hyper-efficient. He's never finished worse than a top-12 quarterback. And you wonder, can that sustain in this offense? And he did it this year, but is there going to be regression? Is he going to be able to be that efficient again? Hard to say right now, but great great call on the the keeper there. Mm -hmm. Um, Good season for him. It was a great season. So... Yeah, looking at some of the bad, um, you lacked a little bit of running back depth. Um, as you know, running back is, is an important part. Uh, you get to start two of them. Okay, here's some of your other running backs um, that were that were on your on your roster. Jeff Wilson. Who is that? <laughs> Jeff Wilson. <laughs> I don't know. I think he played for the 49ers. Can not tell you where he came Wilson. from? Wilson. Lane's going to do a little research while I continue talking. Jalen Samuels, okay? Technically, he was third running back. He actually he was a tight end. In fact, for a while, they let you play him in your tight end spot. Um, but he was <laughs> oh, really? yeah, for, fun fact. For real, fun fact. Um, but he ended up, you know, doing okay towards the end of the season. But uh, you also had Deion Lewis, who uh, was at the Titans this past year, and um, especially towards the end of the stretch when they were just pounding the rock with Henry mm-hmm. and getting twenty plus carries, Deion Lewis didn't see much. So. Uh, a little short on running back depth. Um, you also only ended up with five guys who you originally drafted, um, and Ooh. that's not always a bad thing. Like we yeah. want you to be active. You gotta you gotta be willing to take risks. Um, yeah, we appreciate the activeness, but um, it'd be interesting to see kind of what the average is there across our league and, and other leagues of how many guys that you originally draft are on your team at the end of the season. Um, yeah, I, I, everybody mm-hmm. has bad years. We were just running through Layton's past draft oh. this past year and some things are unavoidable and sometimes you're just like yes. man i really screwed the pooch on that draft exactly so, um also yeah. jeff wilson 49ers running back behind Tevin coleman mckinnon matt burita three so and then jeff wilson yeah fourth so jeff wilson yeah Dude, okay. where did he come from what college you know 
College? I feel like it's a Florida. University of Florida. Jeff Wilson sounds like the whitest name, but he's <laughs> <laughs> he actually came from a New Zealand rugby player. So what? Yes. Okay, I was way off. So again, why is he on your why is he on your roster? Okay, exactly. All right, going on. Let's talk about the future here. The future, yeah. So looking forward, uh, so keepers, keep in mind, Marlon Mack was a 12th round pick. Um, originally by Dylan, actually. So Dylan picked him up. Um, and then don't end up dropping him. Didn't like that. And you didn't pick him up. And he's now preseason RB two prediction. So great look. Somebody you could get in your backfield as well. So yeah, so he's going to have to carry. He's going to be the main guy. The only thing that I, is kind of a drawback is being in the PPR league. He's not a PPR guy. Mm-hmm. May have some catches on there, but not going to be, um, highlighted in that area of their <clears throat> offense. So right. but still the workhorse the opportunities there. Um, definitely a good option there. Absolutely. Um, Next is James White. So we talked about him a little bit. Another PPR running back to keep in mind, but again, another crowded backfield. Sonny Michelle, Rex Burkhead. They um, drafted uh, somebody. Harris, Damian Harris. Damian Harris, yep. So it's just, it, it's up in the air at this point, right? I, I hate playing that game with Bilicek. He yep. always wins. Um, he does. <laughs> Fantasy never wins with Bill. Fantasy never wins. Although I, I feel like it's, if there's somebody who's going to be as close to certain out of the out of the backfield, it's James White, mostly because of his involvement in the passing game. But mm-hmm. still, if you look back at his games from last year, there's still inconsistency. Overall, he ended in the top 10, but there's weeks where he wasn't targeted as much. And if he yeah. doesn't get those targets, he's not going to score. Exactly. Absolutely. Uh, next, Mike Evans, you picked him up in the third round. Um, part of the Bruce Arians offense coming into Tampa, you want some of that because um, – Bruce Arians has always had a solid wide receiver one. Um, think about Larry Fitzgerald and all the seasons under Bruce Arians, except for the last one where he was there. There's was just a crapshoot all around for the Cardinals that season. But um, he's always had a solid wide receiver run who's kept in the wide receiver one, wide receiver two range for fantasy purposes. So keep that in mind as well. Uh, moving forward with Mike Evans. Um, could be potentially deadly with James Winston back at quarterback too. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to go. They're going to throw, which is going to be fun. You know, there's not – you're not getting a huge ton of value. Like, if you see James White, you get free agency, and now he's going yeah. to 50. You know, you see the value there. You don't necessarily have that big of a gap with Mike Evans, but you know you're locking yourself into wide receiver one in the third round. Like, hard to pass that up. Yep. Absolutely. Um, another one, so you just – you have a lot of future ahead of you. Your you. future's bright, Dre. You. Okay. Dynasty League. Uh, Travis Kelsey, got him in a second. Um, hands down, absolutely the best tight end in the league right now on the best offense league. So he was the Gronk from seasons passes, Kelsey this season. Um, just consider him possibly being in your uh, you know keeper conversation there. Um, the only thing I would you know caution: there's a lot of weapons in, in Kansas City. I, I get they're a high-powered offense, but Tyree kills back. Um, you got some Damian Williams at backfield. Tyree kills Sammy Watkins. Um, there's just a lot of different weapons. He's going to be solid. He's going to be top three tight end. Okay, but second round pick. If that's if that's something you want to fit into your team's philosophy or fantasy, go for it. If not, I don't blame you. So, yeah, kind of up to and how you want to uh, construct your roster. Um, is there going to be regression? Like he literally had a historic season. He had the most yards. Actually, this Earth's broke at the exact same week. But still, he had a historic season. Can he do that again? Mm-hmm. And you thought, yeah, maybe if if Hill is. Suspended for some games. Who else are they going to throw the ball to? Hill's now back. you got to think some regression is coming. But again, if there's not, the tight end landscape in this day and age is pretty thin. So if you want to lock yourself into the best tight end, he's there for the taking. Absolutely. Um, last, OBJ, first-round pick. 
I we both wouldn't do this one. Um, I personally wouldn't do it because his ADP is not in the first round at the moment. Um, giving up your first rounder in this stacked draft for keepers right now is also caused me to be a little bit hesitant. Um, there's some good running back value there that as opposed to um, having you know OBJ in the first round. So keep that in mind. Um, I, I don't know. It, it's just up in the air. Another thing to point out, OBJ... Yes, he's a surefire wide receiver one, um, but he's coming into an offense again with a lot of weapons. We don't know what that volume's going to look like. We don't know the rapport with Baker and OBJ at this point. Jarvis Landry's still there, and Joku. Um, you got Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt coming in later. Just a lot of weapons. You, you don't know where, how those targets are going to get distributed out. So. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see him with a quarterback that can mm-hmm. that can actually throw the ball. There's a lot to be excited about there. But yeah, like like Layton touched on, having to keep him as, as your first when you— He's not even being drafted necessarily in the first round, especially in the Tim Team League. Just does it seems like you're losing value there. You can lock in some a few other places and, and kind of shore up your roster in multiple positions rather than just uh, locking him there. Mm-hmm. So, just our two cents. Uh, moving on. On Seth. to the next one. Seth, <laughs> aka I don't know. He just changed his name. Did he really? Yeah. I thought TJ was Tangerine Sky. TJ did change his name as well. Two different leagues coming across. Uh, Seth, we'll jump right in. The good. Um, running back core, post your trade with John. So once you got McCaffrey, uh, real solid. So way to be aggressive. You made the moves towards the end. Uh, things were coming out. I think that was around week 8, 9, 10, right around in there. So playoffs is just around the corner. You, you see what you got to do in order to get uh, yourself in condition and in the spot to, to contend for the title. And you wouldn't make the moves that you needed. And honestly, you didn't give up too much for him. Um, we'll get into this a little bit later. I feel like looking back at some of the other deals that went down, I got mm-hmm. a little uh, trade rate. <laughs> you did not, so you played it well. Good work on that. Uh, didn't put yourself in a bad position for this upcoming year, uh, but you you made a push for the, the playoffs there and did well. Um, tight end streaming, you actually did really well. Again, we just talked about the landscape for tight ends is really tough. If you don't have one of the top, I mean, I think last year it was probably three, maybe four, that you were comfortable yeah. starting every week, knowing that, okay, I'm okay. I know that they're going to get me solid points. I have a floor, a high floor that I I can lean into. You streamed Ebron for a while. He ended up in this t- tight end four. You also streamed Cook for a while, who ended up uh, as a tight end five. So between those two tight ends, you, you played that really well. I like playing the tight end streaming game. I'm not necessarily good at it. But that's the risk I like to go yeah. with. You played it really well. It ended it by doing that allowed you to construct your roster and make it stronger in other areas like your running back. Mm. Um, so good work there. Absolutely. So good work there, but bad in other places. Um, <laughs> you end up drafting the Sean McCoy, who finished as actually the RB thirty nine. Um, oh, it's not the. Old, I know preseason. It's not. It's not, <laughs> it's not. I know ten years ago. Ten years ago, he was Eagles. Phenomenon. Just phenomenal. And you took him in the second round. That's what's a That's, little more painful. Oof. Took him in the third round. Where did he end up, Layton? He ended up as the RB39 overall. Oof. Which is just, it, it's tough. You know, obviously, you didn't see that coming. Some things out of preseason did show that it was looking rough for LeSean McCoy. Um, just a slimmer offensive line. Um, Josh Allen being a rookie. Wasn't sure how that was going to pan out. You didn't see it coming. I didn't see Larry Fitzgerald tanking either, but... So it goes. Um, That's why we love fantasy football. Exactly. Second, Cup. 
Um, Cooper Cup from the Los Angeles Rams. Wasn't sure where to put him because he was a good find. First you know, yeah. nine weeks, he was solid. You know, wide receiver, um, you know, 18. Um, so, you know, it did hurt your team in a big way when he did went down. Again, injuries, you can't predict those. Um, Lockett ended up being your most consistent RB2, but he still couldn't do it just in a slim passing offense with the Seahawks. Um, and also, Thielen had his tank second half of the season as well. So it just didn't pan out for you the second half. Yeah, you, you hope by streaming the tight end, you know, maybe you can pad some depth in some other areas. So, mm-hmm. you know, some of the more if Cup goes down, you have a reliable another receiver that you can throw in there. Ideally. I mean, again, it's, yeah. I mean, this is all in a perfect world. We have the perfect roster. doesn't happen. Yep. Um, you adjust on the fly. So, looking forward. Um, I, th- I feel like you've you've got a few solid options here. Again, this is just if if Leighton and I were doing the team, these are the options we would consider. Yes. By no means are we telling you this is what you got to do. Although we did just put Lockett down, it, we, he's a good option. You picked him up as a free agent. Doug Baldwin now officially like no threat. Of, he's out of the yep. league, not playing, so no threat. Really, no threat to taking over the number one spot over him in the Seahawks offense. Yes, they're run heavy. But he's also going to be the number one target when they do throw. He's a, the downfield deep threat guy. He'll have a little bit of a boomer bust. You got to take the good with the bad. A little bit of Russell Russell Westbrook yep. for you, you know. Um, so good option there. He finished with 56 most targets in the league out of wide receivers. So it sounds like oh, you know, yep. a little ugly. That was on 71 total targets. He had 57 catches on 71 targets. <laughs> That's great. And almost 1,000 yards with 10 touchdowns. Are you kidding That's me? That's nuts. That is efficient. To the T. To the T. You can't really get much more efficient than that. It's true. And you have to think, too, with Doug Baldwin out, um, less targets going to that wide receiver number one. Right. I mean, He's got the well. rapport with Wilson. He's been playing yes. with him for years. Oh. The other receivers are... Uh, Jaron Brown and then DK Metcalf, the rookie. Yeah. So it's, it's all Lockett. It's all yeah. Lockett. And yeah, the efficiency, yes, he was hyper efficient last year. Can he continue that? To be determined. Mm-hmm. Cup, uh, through the first nine weeks, he was the wide receiver 18. Uh, got injured in week 10. Obviously, didn't come back from that. You got him in the seventh round. His current ADP is the fifth, and it's rising. Um, so again, you kind of—that's a judgment call on your yeah. part of, of the value there. There's a little bit of value; it might grow a little bit. Do you want to lock yourself into an, an office that can support the two receivers uh, mm-hmm. with with McVeigh and Goff and um, Cooks is a little bit more of the boom and the bust. So I feel like between Cup and um, Woods, those are the two consistent guys that week in week out probably have five floors option there. Last one I just throw out there. It's kind of tough because we make you lock in your keepers Thursday. If Gordon holds out, you have Austin Eckler. So you have mm-hmm. the, the, a starting running back that would be your last pick on the draft, kind of like what James Garner was. On a great offense. On a, yes, on a great offense that a lot of people are picking him to be uh, Super Bowl. Not necessarily favorites, but contend to go to the Super Bowl, have good playoffs. they got a really good defense. I don't think it would be all him. I think Justin Jackson would get a share of that workload. Uh, but I do think Austin Eckler... Um, for the price that you'd be getting him at, even if it's just four games. Let's say Gordon holds out the first four games and he comes back, it's only you're only losing your last pick. Yeah. So not a lot to lose there, a lot to gain. Absolutely. Um, so now moving on to the man, the myth, the legend, <laughs> Jameson, Rexilius, oh, Vanilla Thunder. 
Um, first, can I start off with the good here? Your team was stacked, and let me clarify why it was stacked. You had running backs like Saquon Barkley and Dalvin Cook. Saquon finished as the RB1 in every PPR league. Not much else to say. He's just a great running back overall, and he's predicted to be the number one running back this season as well. So you had a surefire number one in the league running back in the most important position. Dalvin Cook finishes as the RB30, but he fought most of the, the season with injury, and he's now a surefire RB1 for this season as well. So looking forward, like that was a great pickup. That was a solid RB to have. Injuries cannot be predicted. Second, your wide receivers. I'm going to go through these guys real quick, and I just want to emphasize... How important win. these wide receivers are <laughs> to <win>. any fantasy <laughs> teams and why he didn't win. Hopkins, wide receiver one in PPR leagues. Julio Jones, wide receiver four. Stephon Diggs, wide receiver 10. And Keenan Allen, wide receiver 12. So you have th- four wide receivers all finishing as a quote-unquote wide receiver one. So one of your top wide receivers on a team for the season. And he had four of them on one team. So, the bad. <laughs> you lost. You still didn't lose. You, you lost. So, that, that's the bad part. Didn't win. The good part is you had a stacked team and it just didn't pan out. Those certain weeks that, you know, Jalen Rashard goes for 15 points, <laughs> can't predict. So. You know, it is, it's frustrating. It hurts. But that's the joy. It's fantasy. It's fantasy football. And that's why we play. That is fantasy. Got to tip your hat to Alex. We'll get into some of that a little bit later. But he played it well. Good roster construction. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so a little bit of behind the curtain of what <laughs> I'm thinking in, in my trade with John. Um, John and I kind of gone back and forth a little bit a couple weeks leading up to the trade. Uh, he was still kind of on the fence. He could make a run for the playoffs. He had a good team. It's not like he had a bad team. So he could make a push for the playoffs or, you know, he could he could try to reload for the next year. Uh, as we know, he, he chose the reload option. So on the same night, he... Um, trades with me literally the same minute that he accepts my trade. He also had a trade with Seth set up with McCaffrey. Uh, I, I feel like looking back on it, obviously you never know what other people are doing and the values, and, and John played it well. Uh, sneaky. I, I get, yeah, <laughs> sneaky. And there's, yes, no, nothing wrong. He didn't cheat. No, it was good. Anything. It was just good, good GM play by John. Um, but yeah, I feel like I gave up a lot of um, assets that maybe I didn't need to. Looking at yeah. Seth being able to just give up a second for McCaffrey, um, and maybe John was okay with that because he knew how much he was going to get for for Kareem, and then later he traded Michael Thomas too and, and Allen Robinson. So uh, you got to tip your hat to John on that. Uh, we'll get into my future in a little bit, but I, you know I I got put behind the eight ball a little bit with with going all in last season and it not panning out. So. Um, I feel like, well, I'll just jump right in there. Yep. Um, I feel like I'm actually not as in bad shape as I could have been. Um, I really, for a while, was... So I, I, I'm keeping Barkley and Julio. Um, and because of how things went down, it's going to be my, my third and fourth round picks. That might change in the future, but that's how it is this year. Uh, and, and I really considered actually not keeping them and either trying to trade away and get back into that first and second round just because everybody that's back in there. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like carry on. I think there's a lot of hype on him, and I'm really tempted to keep him um, because I got him. I gotta look real quick. When did I get carry on? I got carry on in the seventh round, yeah. Which is not bad, but right now he's really climbing. Probably third. He might mm-hmm. even get into the second by the time yeah. we get around drafting. 
So good option, but obviously not locked in, not a Barkley. Uh, I also yeah. really like the. Well, I won't give everything away. There's some other guys I liked <laughs> um, value wise that uh, I think I could have kept and it felt like I could have set myself up better. But but being able to keep Barkley and Julio on the third and fourth, you know, at the end of the day to have the, a, a top running back and a top receiver locked in, uh, it's hard to walk away from that. Not saying I wouldn't listen to trade offers here in the next few days, but. Um, yeah, Barkley's for sale. I mean, Julio's for sale. I'm always an open book. I'm always open to trading. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, that's that's it's not rocket science. There's not a lot there, but kind of just a peek of my thoughts to that, what, what went down. and um, Yeah, we'll see. See how I do not having to pick until the, the late fourth round, but yeah. see what we can piece together and make the most of it. Absolutely. I, I would, I mean... Those keepers are great. All right, I I firmly believe that Barkley should be kept over Carry On Johnson just because <laughs> Barkley is number one running back and Carry right. On Johnson is not. Yeah, so that's, yes, yeah, it's hard not to. You got to refocus and not get too far into the hype and, and right. stick with what you got. So, so moving on here, Alex to the champion, the champion. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, yeah, you won the championship. You're the winner. Good job. There's. You know, not much to say about that. You you did great by the season prior. You won't picking win up again. Alvin Kamara and Jameson. That's going on the record. That's a bold take. <laughs> <laughs> He's not winning again. That, that's what you say it. Um, you actually end up with two other guys keepers. You got Deshaun Watson of free agency from TJ, who kept him as a free agent, and Robbie Anderson, who finished with thirty points to beat Jameson oh, in the championship. championship. And just you know how many Watson had? Forty. So those two guys that were on other people's rosters... 70 points. Had 70 points in that championship. Thanks, TJ and Seth. Thanks to the Rex Lillies, man. I feel like you guys <laughs> planned that long before the season went into play. The masterminds of fantasy. Yes. Um, so, yeah, great great by you. I, I do want to say, like, keeping Kamara the year before as a free agent, picking him up, great who, find. Who drafted Kamara? I think I did, and I got reprimanded in Tyler Bell's basement. So I don't want to relive that. Ooh, Mark Ingram, Andrew Peterson are there. Why are you getting Alvin Kamara? Yeah, I'm smart. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Yes, the bad. You know, it's it's hard to find a lot of bad when you win the championship. Um, so we had to get a little nitpicky, and we knew that you'd want us to say something. We couldn't just pass over it. So, um, Josh Gordon of the fourth. You took a shot. Didn't pan out. Not at all. Yeah. Uh, again, you you got to take that shot. You thought he was coming back, but you passed up on some other um, good talent. Brandon Cooks is right around down there. Could have taken that shot or reached a little bit with carry on. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cooper Cup was there at that time. Um, you also took AJ Green in the first, which not bad. Yep. He's a great player. Uh, just but then he got injured and, and was out um, mm-hmm. a lot of the season. Again, you can't predict the injuries, so that's not necessarily a negative. Just something to know. Um, but yeah, beyond that, I mean, we can't. You won. Yeah, we can't tell you what we to do. Can't so. tell you <laughs> we tried. We spent some so. time trying to think of some negatives, and it's a whole, doing the podcast now and trying to think back to weeks in October yep. and November is difficult. Tough. So moving forward, we'll be a little. We'll more have to do this involved. next time in like February when it's fresh. And well, I'll keep better notes along the season. Yeah, oh, like, yeah. What were you thinking, <laughs> you idiot? Week by week, we'll let you know. <laughs> Um, but moving forward to the future, so this upcoming draft, um, some people we have in mind that have some bright spots on your roster we possibly keep. Um, Calvin Ridley, um, got him in the 10th. Um, and his current ADP right now, his average draft position is in the fifth round, so got some value there. Um, I mean, he's on the Falcons, which is just a high-powered offense all around with Matt Ryan. 
Um, he played more than 75% of snaps last season. So three-fourths of the time he was on the field. Um, and he's on pace to have more snaps with um, Muhammad Samnu, who's slowing down. Um, he's just getting older with time. So um, young Calvin Ridley could see a, another big boost here moving forward. Yeah, um, yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. I thought I was going to say more, but I decided not to. <laughs> You're good. Uh, Nick Chubb as well. Uh, another free agent picked up. Um, Chubb is actually just a clear favorite to have majority of the volume this, this season. Um, you picked him up as a free agent, and um, he's just going to be a great potential keeper for you. Um, currently actually going in the, in the beginning of the second round of most drafts this season for PPR, so a ton of value there if you're looking for a surefire running back to kind of take the reins with. Um, just one thing to keep in mind, Kareem Hunt, who they, the Browns did sign last season after the suspension, um, is coming back in week eight. So not sure how that's going to pan out. Not sure if that's going to jeopardize Chubb at all, but something to keep out because Kareem Hunt is a fantastic running back. Yeah, it's hard to say much. I mean, if the Browns are more than likely going to be doing well, so they're not going to be like, hey, now that Hunt back, hey, Chubb, you're on the bench. Um, but it's something to keep an eye on, something to think forward on. Who knows? He, he doesn't have a big role in the pass game, especially now with Jarvis and Beckham and, and Joku. Um, doesn't hold as much of that in the PPR league. Yeah. But again, he's going to be the main guy carrying the rock. So if you get your opportunity with 15 carries a game, you're going to produce. That's the way to do it. Yeah. yeah. And lastly, um, Hunter Henry, you actually kept him on your IR most season because he was had to have a season-ending injury. Um, but he's a free agent, so he's going to be that last pick of your draft. Um, he's going to be back from the injury, and um, he actually even played in a playoff game. So it's a great sign to let you know he's playing those training camps. He's been working on the offseason. He's good to go when when you know season comes around. Um, and he's actually also going early seventh round um, in most drafts, which by drafting terms, he's actually the sixth tight end off the board. So he's actually top 10 tight end um, you know, preseason here. Um, by a lot of people. So keep that in mind. That's going to be a great asset because tight ends are hard to find. Um, and lastly, um, he's also projected to um, you know play a huge role in that offense with Antonio Gates being gone, as well as Tyrell Williams. Um, so you know two targets. Those are targets that have to go somewhere, right? So um, Hunter Henry, looking to have those. Um, just one thing to keep in mind, Mike Williams did have a lot of Renzo targets last year. So how is that going to pan out for Hunter Henry as a tight end? Where tight ends kind of rely on that those you know red zone targets. Well, you know we'll see. So yeah, Williams is a big target. You know he's at six four, big frame, two twenty. Um, he was I think we talked about him a little last week. He was he was pretty efficient with his yep. targets and, and receptions as well. Ten touchdowns and only forty three receptions. So impressive stats. Those two, they'll both be you know targets in the red zone. So a little bit of competition there. Um, yeah, Hunter Henry, to, to be able to lock in a tight end as your last pick, that's going to be a, a solid tight end in the landscapes. Philip Rivers loves his tight ends. He always loves has. Henry's athletic. Um, good fit there. Yeah, wrapping this up. So, football. Football. Football's back, baby. Thursday, Hall of Fame game. I think 8 p.m. Try to catch it on. We need to make this roundtable happen. Mostly on my, my end for not making it happen, so I'm scolding myself. <laughs> uh, but I'll try to get a text out, see if we can get something on the calendar and get get some questions i got a long list even just of, a skype meeting would do the trick too right that that's true we could just do a scout skype meeting um but i have started a list i got let's see how many questions i've got six questions oh boy for us to discuss and i know that you guys have things you want to discuss so send them my way we can put them in a doc we can start preparing them send them out so people have time to think about it make this thing happen uh keepers deadline this thursday is the first so so 
probably listen to this tomorrow. So you'll have about 24 hours <laughs> once you hear this <laughs> exactly. to, to, to tell us your keepers. And we have a couple. Let's see who we got. We can run run who we have real quick. Uh, maybe if I can find them quickly, I can. So we have. I'm keeping Barkley and Julio. Dylan's keeping Baker and Juju. Layton's keeping Kittle and Connor. TJ's Mahomes and Goff. John is Ert so far. Still up from trades and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so. that's not a locked in, actually. So who's not? Who hasn't said trades? So Tyler, Alex, Ben, Seth, and Andre have not officially said for sure. I think there's been discussions for a lot of those people. Mm-hmm. Nothing nothing for sure. Okay. Um, yeah, sometimes I, I type them in thinking, like, this is what they should do. And then <laughs> I know the feeling. Stick them out. So those aren't all for sure. But, uh, yes. Tell us your cool. keepers ASAP. Last but not least, give us some more topics to talk about. Once this, we get into the yeah. season, it's going to be some recaps. It'll be a little more fun trash talk. But we still have a couple weeks to get there. So sure. we need some topics. Give us some fuel for the fire. This, one's, this whole topic's over, so... We, we recap the whole league. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Goodbye.